So, anybody watching this, this is just going to be a part where we're just going to talk, bro. This ain't about movies. It's more than just movies. Yeah. That being said, I don't know where, where to start. It's crazy. We just talked for the longest. Uh-huh. I don't know where to start exactly. <laughs> I know you said you were so, there's something you want to, like, bring up. You told me that the other day. It's like, oh, I think I think there's something that I could bring up. Mm. That was for the, the movie podcast. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought so, it was going to be something more personal than that, to be honest. Yeah, would be like, hey, Jonathan, I feel like this platform <laughs> is where I could lay out my <laughs> deepest, darkest. <laughs> but uh that's funny but no yeah i've been into wrestling which i is know a- because it shocks me when you come to me and talk about the, the updates and i'm yeah, like bro man. that's that's crazy i i'm happy you're into it i've always wanted you to be into it i yeah, think yeah, you, yeah. i think you're you were just looking at it the wrong way mm. i think many people still look at it the wrong way yeah yeah, yeah because yeah. they always come to me when they find i'm a fan oh it's fake it's fake yeah i know it's fake yeah, that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. why i watch it mm-hmm. i don't watch it because i think it's real yeah. i don't watch it because i think the drama is real mm-hmm. i watch it because this bro Movies is such a good way to compare it. It's a movie, mm-hmm. but it's yeah, a TV yeah, yeah. show, really. It's a yeah. TV show. Mm-hmm. There are people behind it all. There are actors acting like a character, yeah. being told to read these lines this way. Mm. There are directors, script writers, yeah. producers that put everything on TV, and they make it seem like it's real, mm-hmm. that it's still a point of contention. Yeah, And that's why I'm still into it. I've been into it since I was 11. I know. You never left. Never left. Even yeah. when it was bad. Because yeah. I'm real. And you know mm-hmm. that. I'm yeah. real. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not just going to follow and keep saying it's good because yeah, I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even though I never jumped, I stayed on. There were times I'm like, yeah, but it's trash right now, bro. Yeah. It's trash right now. Mm. There are better things to watch right now. I was into that. But not yeah. lately. Me and Justin, our pastor, our friend. It's weird because he's our friend, but he's also our, yeah, yeah, our yeah, pastor. Yeah. We always say, dude, this is the time to get into it right now. Mm-hmm. I told him the other day, we're we're right now. We talk about the Attitude Era. We talk about the Ruthless Aggression Era, yeah. the PG Era, which was the worst era of wrestling ever. Mm-hmm. I would say now we're in the Renaissance Era. Okay. I it like is it. such a renaissance when it comes to... Yeah, I thought I put that on mute. I don't know if that's gonna come on the podcast, but somebody just texted me. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're in the Renaissance era, I would say. But I'm happy yeah. you're into it, and it's the fact that I think we're in the Renaissance era that puts into like, oh, Brandon's getting into it. We're definitely in the Renaissance 100%. era, hundred percent. Yeah, because dude, I've been such a hater. Like, so I'm a huge combat sports fan, mm. and it feels very, like it feels like the total flip of stuff I usually enjoy. Here's mm. why. Because even if, like in combat sports traditionally, even if the story sucks, mm-hmm. right, you go into it, you're like, I'm just wanting to see the best be the best. And that often ha- often happens in the ring. Where I feel like what gives, at least for me, wrestling, its impact, it's following along the way. Uh-huh. That it's this big culmination of something bigger. You know, that the wrestling, I feel like, is cool and it's, like, acrobatic and yeah. could be fun. But, like, but that's not it. Like, at least for me, that's not what does it. You would go to a circus for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, because I was so disconnected for so long and had no interest, I would pull into fights. I'm like, 
man, what am I doing here? Like, I like I know for a fact that doesn't hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not even the fact that it's fake, but like it's like so fake. Like, like I I love MMA. I love boxing. Yeah. So I know it's what it's so real, dude. And, and like I know I've seen locks that could hurt and injure people. And I and no, bro, you've seen locks that could kill people. You ain't lying, yeah. bro. And so like to see wrestling like try to bite off in a way with this new thing, but doing it in a way that it's just ultimately not done well. It was like phony. I think is the best. Yeah. Way. Yeah. And so it, it always would turn me off. I'm like, I, I just can't. And so it's this, it's getting into the characters that makes you compelling. Mm-hmm. It's getting into like a bigger story that's compelling. And, and, and I've opened up my, my mind to like, okay, it's acrobatic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at like, just to have fun. I'm trying to let go. And it took a process. It took a process of like, okay, just let go of what it is. Because even like, and I, and I shared this with you, like as a kid in the attitude era, I feel like the style of wrestling changed too. Mm, oh, dude, big time. I it's, mean, wrestling nowadays is so acrobatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fast paced. It's mm-hmm. completely different than what we saw back in the day. Yeah. I think what is it, what it was about the attitude era that grabbed someone like you mm-hmm. is that it had the story behind it yeah 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 yeah. like maybe like it was a lot of brawling back yeah. in the attitude era it was mm-hmm. stone cold and the rock yeah, a lot of yeah, punches yeah, yeah. and like bro this is this is a beat down mm-hmm. but there was also that story behind yeah. it mm-hmm. and then what it became was almost like a ballet where yeah. it was all flippy flips mm-hmm. very fast and the story wasn't there so why would i watch mm-hmm. I, which I wouldn't fault you for that because yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah. did end up becoming. And when it comes to wrestling, the actual maneuvers, it's still kind of like that, but mm-hmm. the story has advanced. Yeah, greatly. bro. And and, I, and it's like people and personalities I could get behind, you know, like, yeah. so like I find interesting, I find it compelling. And so, and it's what's also an added bonus. It's like the lineage of like mm. with the bloodline. Like I, yeah. I remember Rakishi. I grew up on it. My yeah. my, fa- my my father. <laughs> my father uh, was Rikishi. <laughs> yeah. That's but what he like would this. do is so I I obviously like the heroes for me was Stone Cold and The Rock. Yeah. I always wanted to be them. I yeah. told you un- until I was in fourth grade, every picture I took was with the people's eyebrow. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would always want to be like them. But my father, every time Rikishi would come out, would be like Brandon. <laughs> so I was like scarred. Wait, like Brandon, like saying Brandon, look who's on TV. Or no, Brandon, like it's you, Brandon. You're on TV. I'm like, Dad, I'm four, and I'm harmed. That's where the problem started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Long story short, but uh, but no. So um, so like to see his kids mm. now just in it, doing great. Like, it's like, oh, snap, look at Rakishi, man. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, anyways, yeah, I'm interested. Uh, I've been following, like, sports talk on it or whatever yeah, they call yeah, yeah. it. And I feel like they took in elements that I am I usually digest. Like, in the sense of, like, like I said, I'm big into MMA yep. and boxing. So I get the press conferences. I get, like, you know, like, like people, like, media asking questions and getting it. So, like, I feel like they took... Us like those elements and added to the game because I felt like, at least I wasn't aware of it when I was growing up, mm-hmm. you know. So they, they would try certain things like that, but now yeah, they're they're definitely trying to mainstream it with the press conferences, yeah, yeah, yeah. the after pay per view press conferences, that Netflix deal that WWE oh, has now, dude. which is crazy money Bolo right now. Of money. It's it's gonna 
I don't know how far up the list, but it's going to put them up the list mm-hmm. as one of the most like financially successful companies out there. Yeah. It's got to. That's a lot of money. I, I could be wrong, but I think it's like $5 billion with a B? Billion? I could right. be wrong. I'm not sure. But I think you're right. Lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. No, dude, it's it's been fun. I've been locked in, and it's also uh, this is a part of it too. It's the community aspect. Like, oh yeah, like that's... if I was ever gonna digest it, I like being able to digest it with friends. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, oh snap, you hear what happened? So it becomes something bigger, and that's the thing of what I always loved about like combat sports and fighting that it yeah. became like like a mini Super Bowl for me and gotcha. my friends. It's like we're coming over, we're bringing food, and we're gonna watch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like people lay it all on the line. Yeah. And when when I feel like combat sports is at its best, there's nothing better because you're watching history, literally. Yeah, in the and it's real. Yeah, I think that's the part that gets me with combat mm-hmm. sports, like MMA or boxing, even. Yeah, and wrestling. What I adore is that there's a script to follow, and I feel like ah oh, man, I could have wrote that better. Yeah, yeah, I could have yeah, done yeah, this yeah, better. Yeah. But when MMA mm. gets better, you're like. There's no way you can make this up. Dude. You can't make that up. Yeah, man. You can't make a story like that. Yeah, and and and, and like that's what I feel like. It, it becomes untouchable mm-hmm. because it's it's like so like we talked about Francis and Ganu, right? Uh-huh. Um, the boxer, the, the boxer, yeah. former MMA champion. Yeah. If you, I, it's going to be too long to go fully in depth of everything he had to overcome. Yeah, but I feel like if a movie were to give it a. a, a a documentary, anything to give time to explaining his story. There's, there's few like it. Yeah, I could literally only compare it to Rocky, and even Rocky doesn't have as many hurdles as Ngannou <laughs> had to go to. I'm, I'm being so serious. The whole point of Rocky is that he got lucky. Yeah, like Apollo Creed was like this guy. I like the name, dude. Do you know what it is to have incredibly minimal chances over and over and over again and find a way through it that's crazy it's literally i use this reference in the last podcast but uh, the jim carrey's like you know it's oh, like yeah, yeah, one yeah. in a million you know or whatever she says and he goes so you're telling me it's a chance there's a chance like, Nganu yeah. embodies that to the fullest and it's like the one percent of the one percent of the one percent like dude like so uh Briefly, a story that not often people know unless you're like an MMA head. Yeah. Is that uh, during the end of his UFC tenure, he was champ heavyweight champion there. Um, and he fought out his deal. UFC f- signs you to a, like a certain amount of fights yeah. or uh, a number of years on the deal. Mm-hmm. And then once you are done with that, like you're a free agent, essentially. Yeah. Um, but with champions, often they like to get them early, like resign early to extend their thing. Their, their contracts so they could lock in their champions. Wait, so you could lose your contract as champion? No, what they, they try to avoid that by signing you. But you could hypothetically lose your champion? It's, it's, well, you could fight out your contract. So it's never happened except with Nganu. Okay. Nganu right. is the sole, to, to my MMA knowledge. What's the legalities of keeping the UFC championship? Do what do you, you know? mean? Could he have gone home with that and never gave it back? Oh, he did, bro. Now he technically but relinquished the legalities. It. Like, could he have done that and been okay, or would that have been some legal trouble and he would have to give the title back? No, oh no, the title itself he keeps. Like they 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 make new ones, but oh it, really? Yeah, it's it's not it's not like a one off title. Like they they have it in rotation. Like really, um, they used to do a thing where like every fight 
like a champion would get a new belt. So you so in a wow. champion, it's really cool. And the WWE, thing, it's not like that. Sorry. Okay. We'll you go good, right, yeah. right back to it. But yeah. in WWE, they, it's, it is the same title. Mm. Oh wow. Yeah. You know that belt. That's is why yours. it's like they call it prestigious because it's like they the the like. Ten years down the line, if they still have the same champ, that that is the same oh, championship. Dude, Roman Reigns. I, I didn't know. Boxing does that though, right? Boxing. No. Is no. No. It's different. I thought belts. boxing is they do pass it on. No. I know they have different belts. Well, I, I, from I my knowledge, I know they get to keep it's it. it's multiple. But now you're making me think if WWE does that, but yeah. I don't think they do. I don't know. So, so I know for MMA at least back uh-huh. in the day, they recently just changed the design. Like it's twenty. Yeah, nineteen or something like that, uh, where the they will give you a new belt. So this is the famous Conor McGregor scene when he became uh, double champ, where he had two belts and he was like, you know, where's my belt, baby? You know, and he's carrying yeah. it both. So they would give you a new belt each time you would win. So like the, a guy named Demetrius Johnson, who's like one of the considered greatest of all time, mm-hmm. um, has all his belts in cases from every time he defended That's it successfully. Crazy. It's wonderful but now what they switch to is is a belt where you can add gemstones to it and a gemstone means different things so it's cool it's very infinity war in thanos like <laughs> yeah, but sound um like but yeah so with him so he keeps his belts but he's technically still the lineal champion mm. so meaning he hasn't defeated yeah dude and so no one's defeated him no one like yeah. he's lost obviously before but from his heavyweight reign he mm-hmm. hasn't lost and so Damn. bro he he now ufc now changed their practices because of him mm-hmm. like, this is how impactful he was so they try to resign you before your deal is up, right? Okay. To, ins- to ensure to lock you in, especially if you're a champion. So unlike anyone before, he he was like, no, I'm finding out my contract. So then they try to screw him in the end. So what they did was they put him against someone who was uh, who was trained by his old coach that they left with beef. Damn. All right. So like he felt like he wasn't like able to get to the next level so he left this coach and this coach has now a new pop prodigy that he's like i know all your weaknesses and so now like i'm i'm i literally made this guy to defeat you yeah and um and so that's the guy they were putting him against and all the pressure was on him ufc wanted him to leave in in a dull note so he could lose value entering into this new thing they're like you're trying to show us up we're gonna show you how much power we truly have. And so he took this fight, and then he took it, bro, with an injury. His knee was blown. His knee... This is a U, This is the MMA fight? This okay. is Francis Ngannou. Yeah, yeah, in, but yeah, this is... An MMA. MMA. His knee was completely blown. That his, his, his coaches were like, you can't barely walk. How are you going to fight? You know, and he's fighting a guy who's known for his striking, and Ngannou's known for his power. Yeah. So it was this thing of like, how do you win? Hmm. And Ghana was like, no, I'm going to find a way. So he's like, okay. The coach was like, okay, if you want to enter in th- into this like this, then we- we'll have your back. Jonathan, a true movie occurred. That's crazy. He goes in there, and he's fr- fighting, what's his name? If you knew it, that would blow my mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> golly, who, who was it that he fought? I forget his name. Uh, Cyril Ghan. Okay. Yeah, dope name, too. Yeah, I would have never known yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So he fights the the Frenchman, Cyril Gan, um, trained by his former coach. That sparring came out. He was like, they they used to spar together, and they were like, this this guy's the better you. 
He's everything you're not. You're just power. He's excellence personified. Like Dang. a true. So he's going into it. The the promotion is against him because he's finding out his contract. He's fighting the guy where he his coach that his former coach literally trained to build up to take him down. You know what I'm saying? That was undefeated on a win streak, mm-hmm. and so he enters in with also an injured uh, uh, injury, and so. The fight happens, and Engano's trying, but he he doesn't have his footing. He comes with with two knee braces to try to not show which one is injured, um, and Gan is just having his way. Gan is having his way, touching and moving, staying out of the pocket, but winning round by round. It comes to the ending of two, and we're like, man, Engano's not going to do it. It was it was it was it could have been the Cinderella story, but it's not. And then Nganu does something that no one expected. So I obviously in MMA there's multiple like things you could do. It's mixed martial arts, right? Like so you have striking, judo, jujitsu, wrestling. Um, but he was known primarily for his striking and particularly his power. So as him and and, and Gan are going at it, he ducks under, bro, and he takes the brother down in a hellacious slam Dang. and begins to Dang. After, for the next three rounds, entering into the championship rounds, out-wrestles, which is something he's not known for in his career, mm-hmm. Cyril Gone and retains the title. Gasses out Gone. We're at the corner. They're like, what happened? You were bred for this. What are you doing? And and the, the coach was saying to Gone, and still yeah. Francis finding a way. I'm telling you, dude. And that's just one element to his story. Forget him uh, a, a year later taking on the lineal champion, the heavyweight champion of the world in boxing uh-huh. and, and knocking him on on the mat. Yeah. Knocking him. Like, it's unheard of his story. Mm-hmm. So that's just a little no, element it's, to it. It's insane. I know you, you've told me the story before, mm-hmm. and it's just, it sounds made up. Dude, yeah. It sounds yeah. made up. And you haven't even gotten about to the Tyson Fury stuff, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, dude. Craziness, bro. But yeah. that's combat for you, bro. Yeah. That's that's insane. Um, does he have anything coming up? He's fighting Anthony Joshua. Which actually I feel like this is a fight he could win. So he's fight Joshua um was the poster child of the heavyweight division. He led um in the renaissance in in ways of of the heavyweight division. It was a, a lull for a while. Gotcha. Um, so he was a poster child for that. He had some key losses, but still is known for his just being a boxing technician. Gotcha. In there. Um, and what makes it compelling, although he's a, a technician in ways, uh, his, his chin has been tested and he's, he's <laughs> he hasn't came up on, on the better it's side solid. of those things. So fighting Ooh. against Nganu, who just floored hmm. Tyson Fury, and made him fight a fight essentially scared. Yeah. You know, not that Tyson was scared of him, but like like man, like I'm I'm gonna have to try. Yeah. Like, you know. That's what I feel like makes this new fight so compelling. And and dude, like for Nganu and his team, they're like they're not going in there just for a payday. Like often when MMA fighters cross over into boxing, they're like it's almost a celebration just to be in there hmm. because they get paid so much more than they will ever make in a career of MMA in one night. That they're like, oh, I'll just be like Tyron That's Woodley, uh, 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 Ben Askren, I think his name was, um, who fought Jake Paul as well. It's like, oh, you're just happy they're in there. 
you know they're gonna die but you're just happy they're in there uh but not with Nganu, man and ganu has made the difference to like yo like having a legit chance that's cool has there ever been what's the cl- what's the closest of Nganu we ever got in the boxing world if any as like a story like a crossover like that yeah oh dude he's a one-on-one okay the this doesn't happen. Yeah. Before Does that, like dude, like, I mean, we've had some stuff, like, like, so, like, um, Holly Holm, who, like, famously not was the one who had kicked Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. and sent her to yo, wrestling. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> sent her to wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That's what everybody said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the same with CM Punk. And so, uh, so she was a boxing champion and, like, crossed over into MMA and did well. Uh, but the woman's boxing at that time wasn't known for much. Now it's finally picking up steam with like people like Amanda Serrano, who's Puerto Rican and like mm-hmm. just killing it. And there's other ones. Who was the one that she got rocked so hard mm. that her head expanded and looked like like Jimmy Neutron? Oh, Joanna and Jacek. Bro, I remember that. Yeah, doesn't that sound like a fake name? It does sound like a fake yeah. name, but it also looks like a fake picture if you look Dude. her up. Because that was insane, Brandon. Yeah. It went viral. Yeah. Even for me, that I'm not as in tune to yeah. MMA like you, and it made it to my feed. And I, I thought it was some sort of disproportion edited photo. No. Bro. She looks scary, dude. She looked, it, it, I was scared for her. Bro. She could have died, no? <laughs> I, listen, I'm a fan of the sport. And watching. I remember watching that live. And I was like, I think she's going to die. Like Now, what was it that made her? Head swell that big, bro. What it was, was it? A, a, a hellacious fight. But was there was there like a a single moment? A no, single moment, yeah. it was just accumulated damage. So she was fighting. What's Dang. the champion's name? Um, oh, I forget her name. She's she's from China. She's currently the ch- uh, Zhang Wei Li. Okay, is her name. Um, and yeah, so she she was fighting against her. Like Joanne Jacek was the longest reigning champion of that time in that division. So she's the one who put the division on the map. She lost to someone named Rose Namanunez. I said that name wrong. Yeah, but I think you did yeah. very wrong. So good. The good thing is that you don't know how wrong I did it because you yeah. never heard it before. Yeah, but exactly. It just sounded it was very wrong. wrong. Is she Hispanic? Uh, no, not okay, at all. I was going to say because even the accent's off. No, I'm it's not, sure. it's, so it's not Hispanic. Yeah. It's um. Oh, it's Carol. Actually, I, I'm, th- I'm thinking about somebody else completely. Jackson, Rose Jackson. <laughs> but uh, but no, so she's from some European country. I don't okay. know. Um, anyways, but... There was only a few champs in in that division. It's the 115 division for women. But Jun Jacek was the longest reigning one. And so uh, fighting against Wei Li was a a huge contest. Mm. Um, And so, yes, and it's it's the best woman's fight I've ever seen. That one. And, and, and this is not saying like woman on a on a lesser grade. I, I mean saying like woman's fight, especially like in that division, it's outstanding. Like and that be- was the best one. better than many men's divisions. Like I'm I'm just trying like to put it in context. Yeah. So th- that fight to be the greatest of the gem division is insane. Like like one day we have to watch it. It keeps yeah. you on your seat. It's two technicians Dang. like going to assassinate the other that your body is literally being malformed because all the damage you're accumulating and still pressing like do not they didn't let off the gas once Mm. 
five rounds of nonstop life changing. Like she would lost the years of her life with that fight. I'm not even kidding. Like yeah. brother, amazing fight and an amazing fight that could have gone either way. Um, you think? I think so. I don't know because that picture is crazy. Dude, I know, I know. I Isn't think once it shocking? started swelling up, people are like, "Yeah, Bro. this is this is to what's her name?" Yeah, I don't know her name. The Chinese, uh, Zhang Wei Li. There we go. Yeah, I'm surprised you you know that, but not the other. Yeah, one. Rose Namanunez. It's not Spanish at all. Okay. Yeah, her, gotcha. her nickname is Thug Rose. I can just call it that. Hey, yeah. hey. But um. Another cool MMA factoid that we could talk about, whatever, <laughs> is uh, I'm a nerd with this dude. I so, know. Yeah, yeah, so I could be here all day. Um, but in Ganu, bro, mm -hmm. he once fought a guy named, oh, God, what's his name? Alistair Overeem. I've heard of him. Oh, dude, that knockout was amazing. Yeah. If you want to see a knockout that frightens you to your bones, to know that someone like this is out there. <laughs> He cartoon-like mm -hmm. lifted someone off the ground. I hope you're really hearing me what I'm saying with an uppercut. You know, like, it's Looney Tunes-like, but in real life, bro, he lifted that's, someone. That's some Mortal Kombat stuff. Dog. And as he's in midair, time slows down. Bro. He speed punches him. Oh, my goodness. Then goes down. Dude. You know, it was ever, like that. You ever say, what's the game? Uh, Tekken? Yeah. Where the guy kept, uh, Law kept at the window. Oh, yeah, what up? Like that. Bro. And Ghani should have just spammed. But, uh. Wow. He really dude, just lifted him up like yeah, that. Yeah, bro. I haven't seen it. One of the most. Vi oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I would love to show you one day. It's, yeah, no, yeah. That's yeah. for sure. What's the next event for UFC coming up? It's a great one. What is yeah, it? Yeah, it's. it's it's a little plug for me. It's in my birthday weekend. <laughs> Pearls out. Pearls out, girls out. <laughs> but uh, uh, girls out means nothing. Let me say that. That's but, how uh, you got the pearls in the first place. I'm the place. girls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm the big girl. Um, but it's so it's this coming weekend. It's this coming weekend. Yeah, really? Yeah. I f I it feels that. like UFC's present to me. Um, yeah. And it's <laughs> it's an amazing fight. Okay. Is it? So it's uh, Alex uh, Alexander Volkanovsky uh, fighting this guy named Idia Deporia. Hmm. Idia Deporia. I could be saying that off. Yeah. Um, but I like how you agree. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying. It off. I agree that you're probably <laughs> saying it wrong because you said a lot of those women's names wrong. But uh, but with that being said, dude, it's an amazing car. So it's in the 145 division. Okay. Oh, bro, the prime division, at least for me. Um, and it's it's a fight of a guy who, who many had for years, like the pound for pound number one. Recently, he, he doesn't really have much of an argument. But in that division, he's possibly the goat of that division. Really? And he's fighting a guy in Teporia who finally may have his number. Teporia speaking with such confidence that he literally changed his IG picture and name <laughs> with the the champ of the 145 division hey, and him holding the belt. That's He's hilarious. not fighting a scrub. He's fighting someone who many had, like once again, as the pound for pound number one. Yeah. The one who may be the GOAT in that division. He's saying, you, I'm, we're not just going to compete. Mm -hmm. Tabori is speaking with such confidence. He's like, I'm going to dog you. 
I'm going to literally walk you like a dog. Dang. And Alexander, his name is Alexander the Great. Volkanovsky. And he's like, I'm going to show everyone what they forgot. That I'm still here. I'm not forgotten. And I'm going to put this man in this place. And it's going to be magic. Which UFC is this? It's what number? It's 298. Okay. I've always had a question. What does that mean? Yeah. Because I always thought it was like a weight class thing, but I'm pretty sure these no, are 298 pounds. pounders. No, so 298 just means the number of pay-per-views yeah, okay. they have. Gotcha. So like I can't like there's an iconic one coming up in 300 in two months. Um, so that so there's gonna be one next month. So next month, which is in Miami, is another phenomenal card. This is the year. To if if you want to watch uh, MMA, it's, and a watch good, it's a good place to start. This is this is it. I'm, I'm so down, dude. Yeah, if you're not doing anything Super next down. weekend, come to my house. We're gonna watch it. I am actually. I'm yeah. going on a little staycation. Look at Dang. you, how cute. Yeah, but <laughs> where <are> my pearls? <laughs> Where's your pearls? And so, uh, but dude, uh, there's gonna be more fights coming, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, we have to, maybe the next one in March. Dude, that'll yeah. be dope. No, I'm totally, I'm totally down for yeah. it. Have you ever been to a UFC event? No, I'm dying to. Are they expensive? Very not How? attainable. They're getting more expensive. It's not really a, for bad seats. It's like six hundred dollars. No, Brandon. For bad seats, like nosebleeds. For yes, for bad seats. Six hundred dollars for bad seats on a bad card. Who, who yeah. Ralph Sneaks Nagos was until today. I thought I thought you were stroking right now. I I, I was I was like Grey's Anatomy. Where you stop me. the recording? Grey's <laughs> yeah. Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The asteroids coming uh-huh. down. But wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I dude. thought it was more attainable. Mm, no, it's not. What? How is that compared to like wrestling? Because you just saw Royal Rumble. Yeah, I was at the Royal Rumble a few weeks ago yeah. in Tampa. I think very attainable. Really, very wow. attainable. They, it, it's it's very weird because then you have seats like in the front row that people say are like ten thousand dollars. That's outrageous. But then you got seats in the nosebleeds that are fifty. Mm. So super attainable. Yeah. I wow. can't I can't even imagine what the front seats would be for UFC. Oh, I mean, dude, a lot of celebrities yeah. go right. Yeah. But no, for me, I think it's always attainable. Something for a Royal Rumble would be different because it's such mm-hmm. a big event. Yeah, it's one of the big four pay per views of WWE Mm-mm-mm. that WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor yeah, yeah, Series, yeah. and so the tickets will go up. Okay, but something like a Raw or a SmackDown, super attainable. Really, you could probably see yourself in the middle section on TV for seventy five dollars. Oh wow! But what what kills it, and I'm sure UFC does this, and maybe this is why those tickets cost so much. Scalpers, scalpers yeah. will come in. They'll get a seventy-five dollar WWE ticket mm. in the middle section yeah. and sell it for like two hundred dollars. And it's like, well, then I can't go now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't go now. Something so attainable is no longer attainable. But you don't think UFC? That's what's happening with them? I'm it sure they're scalpers. See, like, transparently, like it's not like I'm out there checking prices. No, you're not. But it, it's, I am though. because yeah. I always want to go to the next event. Mm. So here's the thing with UFC um, or MMA in general. I feel I've heard like I follow like a lot of media pundits and stuff like that. So what I I heard, like the best experience transparently, like transparently isn't there. 
Like really? it's at home. Oh wow! Like and and I felt that. Like if my ideal watching, if I could have any, would be a humongous screen, in a comfy room with surround sound with people with people. Yeah, I that's can see that. ideal. Mm-hmm. Like it, even like if I had the chance to be there or have that, I would have the other. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! The only time I would have another way is if it's a fight. With a fighter that I'm like, that I read, like I'm a huge fan of. And there's a few, like like Max Holloway is one of them for me, who are like, yeah, I would love to go to one of his fights in person. Like, that's like, that's one of those guys who's like, yeah, yeah, I just want to be there. But you should be in the room. Because yeah, I feel man. like you might feel a little bit different. Because I feel the same way mm-hmm. about WWE, but it's until you get that right crowd mm. that you go, oh, yo, this is so worth it. And for me, that Royal Rumble crowd in Tampa was insane yeah. to me, bro. I don't think being in a room with people in the biggest screen possible would have ever been. Really? Oh, dude, it was yeah amazing. What mm-hmm. an experience. And we yeah. got there late, dude. Mm. We got there late. Like how late? Like you missed. Let the me let me tell you the story. Not a lot of people know this story, so I'll tell you the story. Okay. But like that, like yeah, yeah, what yeah. led up I'm, to the lateness? Yeah, so Royal Rumble was on a Saturday, and we got a hotel by St. Pete. So after the show, we just stay in the hotel. And we'll come back the day after, mm-hmm. and we left, and we went to St. Pete. We thought show starts at eight. We can be there by 6.30. We don't have to be there that that early. Because I've been to other WWE events, and we get there early, and we're just there waiting. Okay. Yeah. So get there at 6.30. Show starts at 8. We'll be fine. Mm. And that's what we did. We ate. It was me, my brother, and my stepfather. We yeah. ate. We went on the beach for a little while. And when we we, we headed off to the are- to the stadium, it's not an arena. Tropicana Field is a stadium, bro. Really? That is humongous. Is that where the, like, the Bucks play? No, that's where the... The Rays play. Mm, the baseball dope. team. Yeah, 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 yeah. The baseball team. Okay. But it's so big. I mean, we fed almost 50,000 people that night. Wow. And so we we made it to the arena mm-hmm. at 6.30. Yeah. The arena area. Not the arena. The stadium. Bro, the traffic was insane. Dude. Insane. And we're going, well, at least we got here early. Yeah. Bro, and then we took this turn. And I had bought, oh I had bought parking beforehand, so it was yeah. all a matter of like showing them the code and parking. Mm-hmm. We took a turn, and we made this line to get into our parking. We were parking east. Yeah, and we were in that line for an hour and a half. Oh man, bro, I was losing Kill it me. inside. Yeah, yeah, I was losing it. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna leave my car. I'm yeah. gonna leave my car. That sounds reasonable. And honestly, run inside, brother. Yeah, because the show starts at eight, and it's seven o'clock now. <sighs> And yeah. this line ain't moving. Mm. So we're there, bro, and I'm losing it inside. I didn't want to lose it in front of my stepdad, in front of my brother, <laughs> but I was losing it. Yeah. It was, I mean, it got to the point where I said, guys, you go. And I was just parked because there's yeah. no point in all of us missing the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. We'll stay. We'll stay. So they stayed. Mm. Bro, just little by little, little by little, it was over. Little by yeah. Little. But I mean, little by little, like every 15 minutes. Oh, how'd you do it, bro? We oh, finally man. got to the entrance of my parking at yeah. eight on the dot. Golly. Eight on the dot, brother. And so we're parking. I show her the code. I pull right in. Bro. Mm. Lock the door. <laughs> and we boom. Yeah, Bro, man. I think I my running omit <laughs> emitted 
a sonic boom yeah 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 with yeah, yeah, forrest yeah. gump you know that uh-huh. movie right <laughs> yeah yeah me my brother my sister, bro we ran and it was 805 yeah now? 805 mm-hmm. maybe 810 Mm-hmm. And we're like a mile away from the stadium. Dog. I am looking at it. I can point at it, and I'm going beeline. Oh, so dude, it beeline. was a distance. I thought I, when you said parking I lot, didn't, I'm I didn't thinking, park right next to it. Wow, it's bro. such a big parking lot. It wasn't oh, really a mile. It was, it was big though. Yeah, but there's a beeline. Yeah. So, bro, we went, whew, and as we're mm. going, it was like a spectacle, Brandon. Yeah. I mean, spotlights in the air. The arena, which was a dome shape, yeah, yeah, yeah. The lights were hitting the roof. Oh, you could so, see the lights. You so could hear cool. the announcers from the outside as we we're running, going, "The thirty women Royal Rumble match," and we're going even faster now, bro. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like yeah, we yeah, pressed yeah. nitro and we yeah. went, bro. Bro, I'm like, I can't. We were running so long and so fast yeah. that people around us said, "I'm just gonna do what you're doing," and they started, bro. And so we. People were running alongside yeah, us. That's funny. Because I was like, there are people walking. They're late and they're walking. Yeah. And there are pe- so we were able to, what's the word I'm looking encourage other yeah. people to run it alongside It became like Rocky. <laughs> like in, oh my uh, Rocky God, two. why did I not think of that yeah. perfect, yeah. perfect comparison? It was like Rocky. It was like Rocky. Mm-hmm. We finally made it up, went through the metal detectors, went through the ticket. Yeah. And... The first match, the first woman was coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the first match was the 30 women Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And the first woman, which is Natalia. Yeah. She was coming out as my ticket was scanning. I was mm. going, we freaking made it. Wow. We made it. Yeah. And I got to thank WWE for that because they put like 10 or 15 minutes of just advertisements before the actual match even started. There we go. Bro. And so mm. we got great seats, by the way. Yeah. I, I saved up a little bit. Yeah. For me and my brother, it too. It looked really good. The so view good. looked insane. Brother, we went up there and we saw that stadium. Mm. This sea of people. Dog. And we were looking at each other like, I have never seen so many people in really? my life. Bro, mm. it was 50,000. Yeah, dude. It was 48 something. Mm. Bro, I couldn't believe the amount of people in there. Yeah. And uh, we were trying to find our seats and well, we finally were able to sit down and it was, it was crazy, Brandon. That that event sounded like it was incredible. Yeah. So like I watched it. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. I watched it, and I'm like, I can't imagine being there. Like, <laughs> it wasn't. I, I feel like that's one of the few experiences that's yeah. like, yeah, it's worth every penny. No, it it, yeah. it was definitely worth every penny, bro. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I lost my voice that night. We were screaming mm. and going crazy. I got the video up on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man. So all that to say that sometimes being there with the crowd can make the experience, bro. Yeah. And I, I want that for you. I'm, I I would love it. Here's the thing, transparent. I think wrestling experience, like WWE experience, would be a far better experience, like in-crowd experience. You would think, but my wife would disagree because she's been with really? me. Yeah, because you don't hear, you don't hear the commentators. Mm, 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 mm. When you're watching WWE and the color commentary is making it for you as you're watching everything happen because yeah, they're yeah. telling you what's happening in the match, they're commentating. Mm-hmm. You don't hear that. Yeah. It's just a whole bunch of booms mm. in, in the crowd. Yeah. And that's all you hear. And my wife didn't like that. Okay. So she prefers watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. But I can get over that. Okay. 
for the sake of being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like Royal Rumble was such a fun one to do too, because like the best one. Yeah, dude. Like you have constant like surprises. Yeah, you get like, surprise entries I, every time. Dude, that video on Instagram was fun. <laughs> like, what? Like you guys singing, yeah. or even us, and you're like, who's this? Like, uh, you know, like that was cool. Is this guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been here for like five years. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, totally speaking forgot. of entrances though, uh-huh. Cody's entrance dude grew on me. So good. That second, whoa, where everyone does it, whatever it is. Brother, it is. Bruh. It is one of the best theme songs in WWE right now because of the crowd participation aspect. Yeah, of it. Yeah, People yeah. sing along to the song, and when it gets to whoa, and the whole yeah, arena yeah, just dude. erupts in a whoa, mm-hmm. it's deafening. Dude. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. I mean, I, I low-key, part of the, a factor of buying my ticket was also wanting to do the Cody entrance really yeah i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. wanted to do the cody entrance because i listened to his song and it's like it's a good song mm-hmm. and the guy that was sitting next to me we were t- we were talk every now and then during the show mm-hmm. and when cody came out and the whole stadium sang his song and did the woe and he finally got in the right you know he started wrestling whatever and we all sat back down the guy looked at me and said that right there was what made my ticket worth it oh wow That's just that dope. that moment of singing that song with 50,000 other people and screaming whoa with 50,000 other people dude the guy told me he's like if if i paid the amount i paid just mm-hmm. to do that Worth i would it. have left happy bro yeah and you know that's an experience i feel like is so unique because like where else would you get something like that 50,000 people in unison that must have been deafening on a level that yeah that I've, I don't think I've ever been near to experience. I, I had a headache also. I, mean, I lost yeah. my voice and had a headache because how much I was screaming. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Bro, I, I am just like, a, I pity you a little bit. Yeah. Just because you've never had something like never. that. Never. And because you're such a big big UFC fan, mm-hmm. bro, the right one, I mean, it doesn't even matter, bro, because you, you can make it you can make it good. Yeah. Bro, I, I, I feel like you would have a blast. Can I tell you my dream one? What's your dream one? It's with Max Holloway. Okay, the guy right. that's fighting. He's he's actually is it this one. No, he's fighting, or is it? He's fighting in three hundred. That 300, big one. Yeah, he's fighting I know you for, mentioned it, yeah. for a title called the BMF, the baddest yeah, mother. Yeah, that's the one that Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, he's yeah. he had it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said that was a fake title. <laughs> it is, <clears throat> but it's like such a cool one. It, mm-hmm. It's for people like it's for the superstars in the division who are not as elite no more, um, and putting them against like other other like superstar talent yeah you know what i'm saying it's the closest to a wwe title that we have i think yeah i think so yeah. yeah and so but it's it's literally stars going against each other in dream masters so now we have this guy named justin and the Gaethje. rock was the one that gave, gave it, it to oh, jorge right bro and it was such a cool it was east coast versus west coast yeah. at msg jorge masvidal who had his biggest year ever in 2019 wow We'll go through that another day. Yeah. Fighting Nate Diaz in the return of Nate Diaz wow. uh, after a huge layoff. He only had one fight before this one. Um, yeah, and it was it was huge. It was huge. It, it, it actually speaks to the stardom of Nate Diaz. This belt doesn't exist if Nate Diaz doesn't have the call out after his Leon Edwards fight. And he lost that fight, mind you. Mm-hmm. He, uh, um, it, and, Where's his brother? Uh, Nick. Uh-huh. Um, He's a fight? He's retired. He, yeah. He's very washed, unfortunately. Really? MMA fighters fall hard from grace. 
And so he he had he had a fight. Is that a twin, right, or is he? No, he's he's a younger. So uh, Nate is the younger one. Nick is the older one. Oh. I believe I, I sometimes get that wrong, but I believe I'm right. Um, but that was funny. But um, but yeah, but he he had a fight not too long ago, like a couple of years back against Robbie Lawler. God, it was just unfortunate to watch really? because you also it's also like the game progress because it's such a young sport mm-hmm. the game progresses so much in a few years yeah, makes sense. so you're watching these old fighters fight in old ways and they're washed oh dude that so, makes so much more yeah. sense now that you say it yeah you know what was my first experience with that the mm. little i had with ufc was yeah. couture yeah. Oh, like when Couture though? Like he. Oh, bro. Uh, when I used to live in Pennsylvania. Oh, so we're talking bro, about my yeah. middle school years. Wow. Yeah. And even then, I remember watching a match and people were like calling him old then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's very old. Yeah. Yeah. So this I, is, I, I think I've this never was a few Couture years fight. after. Oh, I think my camera died. All right. <laughs> my camera's dead, so the rest of this is audio. There we go. But um, yeah, I remember that. It was a few years after what happened to uh, when he lost it to Lesnar. Mm, yeah. A, a few years after that. And people were already calling him old and yeah. stuff like that. Couture has a cool story, dude, man. Like, yeah. Couture, I, I, I never saw him fight. Not not that I could recall, um, like, live or anything. But he uh, he's one of the few who gained his title, like, the heavyweight title back in old age. I think he's he's the oldest person. Really? To gain a title. I think so. To gain a title in UFC history. Because he was a champion. He lost it. And then he went to the heavyweight division. And he gained the title in his old age. Uh, but he was a, it, it was shocking. I, as for, for what I hear. Really? Um, Who did he beat? I don't remember. In his old age? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's like a pioneer. What, what year was this, do you know? I don't know. But if you could put it... Um, you, you, if you put like... How old was, was Couture when he... Gained, when, he won, when he when he gained the the heavyweight title, uh, when he let's see what it gives me was it forty three? No, might have been yeah. He might have been forty three. He's the only UFC fighter to win a championship after becoming a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Dang. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you, it was it was huge. He was forty three. <clears throat> yeah, he beat Tim Silva. Mm-hmm. No, Sylvia. Sorry, Sylvia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, 43. Legendary he was a Hall career. of Famer at 43. Mm-hmm. And he has beef with the UFC, so people kind of like write him off. Mm. So like he's not really as remembered as I feel like, as I hear people saying that he should be. Yeah. You know, like that's the one of the sad things. About, I feel like WWE might do something similar when like once you have beef with them, like if... WWE... No. no. Actually, no. Mm-mm, because... The biggest example would be CM Punk. And look where we're at with CM Punk mm. right now. Yeah, WWE, when you have beef with... WWE's really greedy. Yeah. Right? Uh, for better or worse. But they're very greedy. Which means, if you make them money, whatever. You mm. can have beef with them. Yeah. Right? You can you can have beef with them, but if you make them money, you make them money. They're not gonna... They don't care. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. really don't care. Yeah. So Punk, uh, he, he left on bad terms. Yeah. And they both had really bad beef. Mm. And Punk was the one saying, I'm never going back. And when WWE would be asked the same question, they would say, I never say never. Mm. That's all they would ever say. Oh, wow. Never say never. And it's true. 
there's stories like that riddled in WWE. CM Punk, Hulk Hogan. Um, How about the, what's his name? Bret the Hitman Hart? Bret Hart is a big yeah. one too. Yeah, they both have really bad beef. Yeah. beef and he came back. Mm. They all come back, brother. Oh, wow. The last one was CM Punk. The one mm. that we thought was never going to come back. And he came back. Yeah. It's truly never say never. Mm. So you can have beef with WWE, but you'll always have room to come back if you can make the money. Now, mm. they'll twist it around and say you'll always have room to come back and be better and yeah. you know, do something. But in reality, it's all about money. And mm. Punk makes money. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. So you get you have beef with ufc and like done. it's kind of just done yeah your history gets wow free. and maybe and maybe it's that money factor like hearing you say like because wwe you can always cause like like earning out of them right like i imagine mm. unless they're truly like un unredeemable or something mm. but i imagine at least but with ufc like once you hit a certain point and, and you're on bad blood your history's gone bro really yeah your impact is like they're trying they tried to do that with nganu like, because he left on bad terms, like, Dana was the biggest one saying, like, yeah, like, he, he wanted lesser fights. He didn't want to fight the best, and so he left. And and he took on the lineal Damn. champion of the heavyweight division. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. like it's – or he said something else of, like, we don't do those types of fights here. And, and he was referring to, like, um, those soft fights or, or gimmick fights. We don't do gimmick fights. Um, it, it, this actually a phrase. They do gimmick fights. Have you seen, did you see CM Punk oh, in the UFC? Yeah, horrendous, <laughs> horrible. Yeah, man. And um, I had so much going toward him, going maybe, no, maybe. Dude. Yeah, no, horrible. Yeah, wow. You want to hear something cool though? He got the other guy fired too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a weird time, man. It was. So I was actually just getting into MMA at the time. I was like, "What's CM Punk doing here?" Mm. And then oh my, wow, so yeah, you were new when that happened. Yeah, like it, I started in the like after high school, like the 2015, gotcha. 16 era, um, at the peak of Connor. So wow. yeah, so um, but yeah, so like I was like, "What's CM Punk doing here?" I remember they fought in Chicago, and it was like, oh, it was his like hometown, a, yeah, yeah, homecoming or whatever. He yeah. just it was like watching my uncle fight. And it was like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> you know, it was weird, man. But um. One thing I want to share with it, with the Engano story is that uh, I forget the this a this a phrase they use when they it was like looking for soft fights quote mm -hmm. unquote um, that he now uses as merch, you know, and he calls his promotion. Oh, what? I, let me see if I could find. He probably it. gets a lot from his merch, no? Oh, bro, do you have merch? Me? Yeah. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. You have no merch. You know UFC merch? No, 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 no. Oh, I thought you meant like me myself. Like, as in, like, do I sell merch? And I'm like, dude, why no. would you sell merch? Dude, that's the question I was answering, believe it or not. <laughs> I was like, bigguysinpearls.com. Like, <laughs> but, uh, do you think I should? <laughs> I was like, I guess, but, uh, but no, I don't, I don't have anything. I actually, I have, I have a UFC or not UFC, but, um, a Max Holloway sweater, but it's, it's from okay. his own merch. Okay. So it's just like, it just is blessed on it. Is they call him Max Blessed uh, Holloway. That's so cool. people are like, is that a Christian one? I'm like, no, it's just... You say yes? It's a Hawaiian. <laughs> it's Hawaiian. But uh, but yeah, so Francis Ngannou um, made merch mm -hmm. off of their statement. Oh, my God. Let me see. If I can wow, really? Yeah, man. So what? He just put the words on a shirt and that was it? He put it on a bag. I love that. Um, I love that for him. Let me see. Hold on. 
and he's making money. Fumble the bag. I think wow. I think that's what they were trying to say. Like fumble the bag merch. And so he literally had a bag after after his iconic look, fight. He has a company now too, you said? Was it called Fumbled LLC? Look, look, that's here's the name. bag. This is wow. his. Fumbled the bag. There, I love that. And it's him mocking everyone. Now, does does Dana White buy into that at all? Does he eat? Does does he go oh, he, on interviews and? He's see? eating crow. Yeah. It, or he, does he just not even mention it? Yeah, he tries. He tries yeah. to do a hard pivot. He's like, yeah, cool. You know, good, you know, good for him. But the, you know, inside, he's dying. Love that. But this guy is succeeding in such a way that you wait. What can you say? Yeah. He's always gonna say like he didn't want to fight the best because the. Cons- Wow, excuse me. You might have caught that. That was a huge burp. Sorry for anyone that heard that. Just flew up my face. Um, but uh, but the, 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 I would have to throw away the pop filter. Oh, bro, yeah. Just toss it. It's done. It's full of my indigestion. And um, but no. So John Jones, if you heard of him, yes, I know he John moved Jones. up to the heavyweight division. And, Yo, was John Jones the one that has that funny clip where where Joe Rogan is like, "Why are you taking your pants off? Because my balls was hot." No, Who's that? that's um, Derek something. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness, balls was hot. They call him the. Am beast. I tripping or do they look alike? Is you that are what? very tripping. You must not know I'm how. John, so look, I'll show you. What's oh, his no. name? Oh, they goodness. couldn't be more off. Stop. Yeah. So if you type in balls were hot, well, actually, I was I trying to not make it that obvious <laughs> that I don't know UFC. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> maybe don't type in balls were hot. I don't know what come up. <laughs> but, but John Jones balls. No, Derek just Lewis. Make sure you don't put Drake balls. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Uh, stories I've heard uh, from other podcasts. I'll end that there. But so this is this is uh, Derek Lewis. He's just a big Houston oh, guy. Yeah, that makes sense. You no. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Funny as could be. And then, so remember him. Okay. And I'm going to show you John Jones. And it might be shocking okay. how little they look alike. He's Asian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taiwanese. For you. Yeah. I know you guys can't see us anymore, but if he's Asian. Yeah. Gently like. <laughs> I'm yeah. just playing. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's black. Yeah. But he definitely doesn't look like him. I was tripping is it funny that when i feel like you revealed he was black i feel like a gasp happened for the listeners <laughs> <gasps> for those who might not know but uh is that a racist uh, joke Jonathan? i don't know I, right canceled canceled before you start but yeah, yeah man cool so but john jones had moved up to the heavyweight division mm. and uh he's now the champ of that division oh wow um but Dana's statement is like, yeah, he didn't want to fight the best. He didn't want to lose. He didn't want the hard competition, which is not true. If you knew what he was, f- like, fully fighting for, like, yeah. like fighter pay, like, better rights for fighters, not just for him, but he was trying to cause change for the entire UFC roster. He was like, I'm going to be the one champ that speaks. And they cut him for it. And, and Or he fought on his contract, and they want nothing to do with him. That's crazy. You know, because he won't budge. You know, he's a mm-hmm. guy who has stood on morals. Now, the unfortunate thing, though, if you want to hear where the story has some, you know, like a downside, is that he takes so much money from Saudi Arabia. Saudi's crazy. Bro. WWE takes money. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. And hearing some of their story of like, I, I don't know it fully, but like, you know, their treatment of people. I feel like, yeah. like modern Which day they, slavery. They always say it's getting better. That's what they always say. Like, women yeah. can drive now, guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're that far. Yeah. It's it's insane, dude. Yeah. yeah, but that's they're putting on everything. 
in combat sports, WWE. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have a WWE experience over there now. Really? Mm-hmm. Dude, you know what I noticed in Night of Champions? How they had... What year? Um, the, this, I the, don't know. The past one? It might be. I don't remember the last one. The one they were in Saudi Arabia, which was that? Mm-hmm. Might have been last year then. Yeah. Is that the one where Logan Paul fought Roman? Don't then I don't, I don't I know really um, Trish Stratus fought Becky. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was last year. Then what I noticed is how they had them dressed. Yeah, they. It's like from head to toe. Almost. Yeah, and I was like, at first I was. I mean, it's not like, like I was like, oh look, like a Kill Bill reference. I thought I would think didn't think much of it. I mean, they they work around it real yeah, nice. They were, yeah, because the Kill Bill reference from Becky was crazy. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. But yeah, the reason they do it is because women can't show skin. Yeah. So dude. all they show is is their their head up. Yeah. I don't even know if they show their neck. I don't know. I don't. I can't. But dude, I wonder how. Did you ever hear any backlash for like how if there was like a wrestle? It's funny you use that word, but a wrestle for those who fought on that card, especially women, like how they felt. Yeah. And stuff like that, or that wasn't really. No, yeah. Well, for one, it's called a fight. Even yeah. Even if it's fake, it's a fake fight. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh huh. But when they first started in Saudi Arabia was back in 2018 and women weren't even allowed. So that Stop. that first pay-per-view in 2018 was called the greatest Royal rumble. It was in Saudi Arabia and women were not allowed to be there. So no women were there. And I think for wow. the next two to three pay-per-views in Saudi, mm-hmm. women were not on the card whatsoever. God. Even Sami Zayn, you know, Sami Zayn, yeah, 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 yeah. he wasn't allowed to go but because why? he was Syrian or something. Really? Yeah. Something about that. And so, when women first came, it was such a big deal. So the mm. backlash was before the women. And once the women came, they kind of now say, like, we're making strides. Wow. So they like, like, no matter, no, even though they have to wear the jumpsuits, mm. they say we're making strides because we started in a place where we weren't even allowed to step in that ring in That's Saudi Arabia. Crazy. And now we're basically main eventing events out Saudi Arabia. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn is the, the guy with the orange beard and yeah. the long hair. Mm-hmm. And he fought on that card recently, he too. He did recently, yeah. And that was a big deal. Yeah. That was a big deal. He came out and started talking to them in the, in the language. and mm. Yeah. But he wasn't allowed because of some Syrian stuff. How did he feel about that? Also really, really big. I yeah. think he's Muslim. He's Muslim. And so he was finally able to, I don't know what it's called, you know, when they do that walk around the Mecca, right? It's, Mecca and uh-huh. Mecca. And he was finally able to do that in his life. And for him, that was a big deal. So wow. for him, it was big. For him, he, he enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yo. It's something feels that that's like so. I don't know if the words out of touch, but so like something I can't relate to, and that I'm shocked it's still here today. You know, hmm. uh, like that that type of experience yeah, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah I know. So, but yo, so to honor our time, I'll end it with this. Uh, I'll say one for WWE. You'll say one for UFC. But what are you hoping? to see in the UFC just this year, Mm. just for this year. That's good. Last year was a dud. Really? For UFC. I feel like everything that could go wrong went wrong. Bad press, uh, bad fights, fights that fell through. Um, I want a year of that magic back. Okay. You know, that some of these big cards they put together, not only do I want to see them come through, I want history and stories to be made. I, I I love the story of a good fight, as you could probably tell. Yeah. And so I want to share some of those new experiences again. So for UFC, um, it might sound corny, but I want that 
I want that magic. I want that for those who follow. I want that 2019 magic okay. of UFC. Okay. That was a phenomenal year, at least yeah. for me. I really loved it. Really. And so if I could get some of that back, oh, and and I and I have reason for hope because they're about to. Are we heading there? You think? I think so. we have some yeah. great. I mean, dude, we have some great cards. The only downside is, it's so great on this side of the year uh-huh. that I'm worried <laughs> how like, I don't know how they ain't going to live up to it. You well, think? I think it's just going to be so it, the potential bad is that it's so top heavy mm-hmm. this side of the year that the rest of the year is like, we don't, we used everyone we could use, gotcha. you know, either through injury or through fire reports or like whatever, whatever. So hopefully yeah. that's not the case, right? They're kind of saving Connor for the end of the year. Like he's supposed to make oh, a really? comeback. Yeah. He had said that he was going to fight in July, but but they're probably going to use him, Dana said, at the end of the year. Nice. So we'll see if that comes through because Dan, Dana's a notorious liar. But <laughs> but long story short, if I could get some of that magic back uh-huh. of like, man, why I love the sport, of nice. you know, like I would be happy. Dang, that's good. That's good. On my end with WWE, I think we're in a position where I'm very satisfied where we're at right mm. now. I know about a week ago was when everything happened with The Rock and yeah. Cody and the whole Roman stuff, and people were pissed, and they started hijacking Raw and yeah. hijacking SmackDown. They hijacked the press conference. Rocky now is basically a heel, a bad guy, yeah, because yeah, people yeah. don't want him, mm-hmm. because how bad they imposed him on us over Cody, who won the Rumble and earned that shot. Yeah. And people are like, that's not what I want. That doesn't even make sense, mm-hmm. just because Rock is the name. Yeah. He's the big name. And I mean, Rock versus Roman is it, brother. Yeah. That's a big match right there. But you don't do it over Cody right now. Mm. People, people are, uh, they're calling us like the Cody crybabies. Yeah. That's fine. I'll, I'll make a shirt. I'll wear it, if anything. I am a Cody crybaby. <laughs> Here's my thing. This is how I see it. If I ask my boss for a raise, and a week later, my boss calls me to his office and says, bend over. Not like that. I don't want to raise like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? I want yeah. the raise. I want Rock versus Roman. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like that. There we go. Buy but... me dinner first. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a uh-huh. nice set of pearls. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But um, they're they're doing some tweaking. They're what damage control. They're doing mm-hmm. damage control. And I'm actually liking how they're doing damage control. Yeah. It's very interesting how they're mm. doing it. And so the road to WrestleMania is going to be really nice. So the one thing I would do... Just listen to the fans. Yeah. But but also, we also trust in you to do it your way. Mm. Right? What, what do the fans want? They want Cody. That's all the fans want. Yeah. Now it's up to you to, like, get us to, like, mm. be like, oh, what's going to happen? What's yeah, going to yeah, happen? Yeah, yeah. And I think they're doing really good right now with that stuff. So stay the course is what I'll say for WWE. Very good right now. Exciting. Yo, so exciting, brother. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, brother. That's it. Hey. We talked a lot of combat sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> but, funny we went there, right? I know we just went there. We stayed there for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be it. Yeah, I'll I'll probably just cut, go straight to like a outro or something. Dope. Yeah.